like the only person I know that complains about having too much facial hair. I just want to make sure that I'm loud enough because I have my volume low for feedback purposes. You have some poofs, but it's okay. Poofs is in, oh, what, like my peas? Yeah, you're, you need a pop filter. Do I? My uh, okay. peas, S's, <laughs> F's, my, my consonances and syllabances are pretty sharp. Okay, it's just, totally just fine. Just go peep, 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 peep. <laughs> Avoid peep, peep, all peep, 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 peep. If you say any peas during this conversation, you're automatically kicked off the panel. I just wanted to hear you say that. So. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I was just messing with you. If, if there's a weird pea, we'll tell you. <laughs> Apparently, people are consistently surprised by how deep my nerdiness goes. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, like, when I say I'm a nerd and I say I'm deep in the well, I'm surprised people, like, don't just take my word for it. They're like, so you like comic books? And I'm like, bro, that's, that's like well, I, I, I got to listen to you rant about history, so that pretty much got your place here and also uh, stone that you are truly a nerd, and I can appreciate that. Most importantly, a nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta stay nerdy. I mean, right? That's why I love saying it. I mean, it's both in the sense of, like, always look for more knowledge and stuff, but there's really more about, like, the knowledge of self, like, stay true to yourself. But, yeah, I mean, as soon as I leaned into the comfort of who I was, then the nerdiness really, like, like the level of kind of geekery that I would do. Geekery! Uh, I make up a lot of words. You're, That's a great adjective. And, and you know what, because we speak in action and in context, you know exactly what I'm talking about, even though geekery is not in the dictionary. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think but, that's uh, a, a magnificent word. It should be going into the Merriam-Webster ASAP. What was that one word, Robert, that I was like, why is this a word? What was that word? Oh, man, this is going to... I have that a lot. Yeah. Tina it, says the darnest words. <laughs> but now, on our last episode, I used the word <clears throat> egregiously. And she convinced me it wasn't a word, and I actually believed her in the episode. I was like, yeah, it's probably not. And then I I said Gregoriously. I used it perfectly. Yeah, she's talking about Gregoriously, like a fucking eyes wide shut cathedral chant. (laughs) How about extemporaneously? Uh, Ooh, makes me want to believe that that's a word. It is, believe it or not, a real word. I think it, it, it actually falls under my category of words that don't need to exist, but do. Right. I was talking to my homie about this. The English language is just so. All right. So we like find a specific emotion and then we either combine words to describe it or we make up a new one. Okay. Right? Oh, so, really you cool. and, so you and Robert, essentially, he's probably a lot more geekier or whatever the word was with it. Has more geekery. Geekery. He has the geekery. Yeah, he has a little more geekery. Yeah. The word splicing. Robert or you could even say geekitude. You know what I mean? Like, dude, he's got the geekitude, right? Or mm-hmm. Geekitude. Is that one of geeks having a bad attitude or like, is it just? It's just like, I guess, the steez of a nerd, you know? Did you say prestige? Steez. No, the steez. Swag, the right? Oh, <laughs> swagger. Steez. Yeah, yeah. Don't be peeping my steez. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that kind of vibe. I've learned so many New York phrases. Uh, I really have. You can peep, but you can't jock. Oh, what? I don't know. It, well, yes. Sometimes when I hear like certain turn of phrases, I'll be like, why do we say that? And I've tried to make a better habit of it because it's when I like, I must have been like over a decade ago was when I stopped using the phrase rule of thumb. Some shit doesn't uh, even make sense when you think about it. 
like that, like what you just said. Well, rule of thumb works. makes sense in the context like of its origin. Well, that's just my ignorance. I just don't know. Wait, where so it people comes from. people are saying rule of thumb mm-hmm. the wrong way? Yeah, you're not really. Gonna, yeah, sure. I mean, you're not going to get beaten with a stick. Give us know? an example. <laughs> the rule of thumb literally meant that you were allowed to beat your spouse with a stick as long as it was no thicker than your thumb. Oh. So (laughs) it was actually a very misogynistic patriarchal rule. I'm actually really curious as to the origins of that. Well, because it was about domestic violence. You know, not leaving marks and trying to not be too damaging to somebody. And It's horrible when you think about it that people actually thought how can I minimize the either the visibility or psychotic damage that I'm doing to you right now? Right. And that was what? a real thought that they had to subconsciously have. What right? culture is that? Is that our culture? That's all. Oh, that's that's a white man's culture for real. <laughs> that's what I thought. But it happens everywhere in every country. Uh, huh? Yeah, I can't even. Say, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, domestic violence is not a a uh, caucus mountain problem, right? Right. Like that uh, domestic abuse is is everywhere, but because it's based off of either the lack of education or impulse or, you know, um, mental instability with an individual. Right. That's very true. Okay, tell me why I'm looking at Miriam Webster and they have added finna and thirsty to the dictionary. Huh. Yeah, I wow. heard they did that. I heard they did something like that. Now, you mean thirsty in terms of the like, I guess, what would it be? The, the verb? Or would that be an adjective now? An adjective use? The type of word you use on Snapchat. That that boy's thirsty. Yeah, horny. Yeah, horny. <laughs> nah, but, but they don't describe it like that. Yeah. They, they use it in the attention seeking. Showing a strong well, thirst. Yes, correct. Yeah, thirsty. But it's both. Seeking. I guess. Yes, that's actually very true. Not just horny, but that's I'm pretty sure where its origins were. Yeah, I, I that's that's what I thought of. Yeah, being thirsty was like you thirsty. Bitch. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you thirsty bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta take that the bitch and you got you got the phrase. Oh. Well, and of course, look, that's a hip hop. That's how you can also tell it has hip hop origins because I mean, look, <laughs> for the sake of all listeners in the future, if you ever hear me say the word bitch, that's a hip hop thing. Yeah, and, don't and take if it you to don't heart. understand what that means, yeah. then look up the uh there's a great debate that you can go see called Does Hip Hop Degrade Society? And oh, well, that's-, that's actually a topic on one of them. Does Professor Grimm speak on it? Professor Grimm doesn't, but Professor uh, uh, Dr. Michael Dyson does. He's phenomenal, as well as uh, Questlove, I believe, is there. Actually, Joe Budden comes on. It's a great debate. It's a great debate. Of course, it's a little technically, honestly, it's a little one sided because the people arguing, saying that hip hop degrades society clearly don't have much of a leg to stand on uh, as you go through the debate. Um, what does Joe Budden think? I, I want to know. We have to watch this after. Joe but Budden's we- piece is hilarious, if you ask me, yeah. because not only does he drop, not like if you know hip hop, you're like, yeah, you're dropping some knowledge. He's smart. Mm-hmm. But he can be annoying part, sometimes, but he's smart. Oh, there was one part. Oh, you want to talk about smart? He literally goes, at one point, he gets frustrated trying to explain to people what bitch means in <laughs> hip hop, right? That is not a term of misogyny in, in really most cases, right? It, it's now become a term almost synonymous with the N-word and their use of that word in terms of how it is uh, used contextually and multi-used, right? right? Like it's got like kind of multi-meaning. I would say it means coward. A bitch to me is someone like if I'm saying like, oh, you thirsty bitch, like or something like that, right? Like in the context that we were originally saying it, 
uh, I would probably say it really comes down to like ignorant, immature individual. Like, what are you, a bitch? You know what I mean? You're you're usually being called a wuss. You're usually be called weak. A puss. Right? Yeah, of course. But even when it comes down to puss, you know, that's an easy comeback. I just say I am what I eat. Sorry for yeah. the more childlike listeners there. You might understand that one later. Um, yeah, that's all, that's always a good uh, fallback. Right? <laughs> I mean, you can't say that if you if you're called a bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I am yeah. what I eat. What you eat dogs, bro? You eat female <laughs> dogs? What's wrong with you? You know? Okay, hey. so you know what's really funny? I actually and Rob can attest to this. I said, I don't know what we're gonna do today. And I really just came up with this concept of what we will be talking about. Sure. But I had asked Rob, will he help me throw an outline together on hip hop culture? Like I thought that would be a cool intro for you, but you were already talking about it. <laughs> I probably will end up touching on it all the time. Oh, we, might, we should thing. talk about that instead. Do it. I want to do a whole episode on it. No, I put a whole outline for this. I mean, there's as far as I'm concerned, hip hop culture as a study. I mean, at this point, there can be an entire degree based off of it because it's it's not. You know, we're talking about cultural elements. We're not talking about music, just musical elements. Music is an aspect of something. And there's it, also the business aspect of it. Yeah, and you know what? That's sure. a new project. Start up a nonprofit that. Gives people degrees for having hip hop knowledge. Oh man, I mean, like, well, they're generally referred to as hip hop scholars, and unfortunately, it is really more of a honestly only only I feel like certain individuals can have it be a self proclaimed thing, and then oftentimes it has to be a title bestowed too. <laughs> okay, so let me just I'm I'm going to start it out how we always do. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to our show at all, have you? Honestly, I haven't. Okay. If I told you about my week, you would probably just feel sorry for me. You know I, I, mean? I probably would. That's no doubt. I get it. I so, apologize. I'm offended. There's a slight format, just but kidding. not really. <laughs> ah, well, no, then let's stick to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to roll with you guys. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Yeah. I just wanted you to be like comfortable and stuff. So I, so I let you jammer on. First of all, I'm just kidding. be very comfortable because podcasts suck. No, they don't. Ah. No, I'm just oh, saying like not ours though is what he's saying. No, ours is is good. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about the people that are on it. So with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and do my normal intro. Thing. That was a, an ode to the topic. <laughs> okay. How, how I just acted. Okay. Thank you once again for tuning into the Psychedelic Podcast. I'm your host Tina Marie, and today we introduce our new panel member. Michael, Italian last name that I can't pronounce. Nice. Passiola, Paisano. Michael Passiola. Nice to thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. So we've got two Italianos now here on our show, the Psychedelic Podcast. There's actually a fourth new member to the panel, Zach Wiseman, who I'll tell you a little bit about later. Also, Robert's middle name is Michael. I just realized it that. is. It is that. <laughs> How do you say your last name again? Passiola. 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 So we got a passiola and a trimpert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, okay. That means that there are two people of Norwegian descent and two Italianos. Here's the thing. Mike has a lot of history knowledge. And I want to ask you this. Did the Norwegians and Italians get along in history? Do you the know? Italians try to get along with everybody, but we just switch sides too much. That's really our history. So do they have any history that you can think of with the Norwegians? Did we invade your country? Honestly, I, that, that I don't know. See, like, I, I love that you give me so much credit for being such a history buff. I would really say I'm just <laughs> the king of useless knowledge. 
And I a lot of that. that useless knowledge happens to be split up in different parts of history. You know what I mean? That's perfect because th- that's why we're your favorite panel of non-experts and everybody. Right? Yes, exactly. Really, especially from like my heritage, really just on a standard level is just, you know, kind of how my people came migrating, obviously, north. Right. Actually, technically, it would be hard to say where exactly my people would come from, depending on what my ancestry would say, because during the fall of Rome, right, like Rome, which would inevitably be made with new Italians, if you will, just for <laughs> right. cur- new Italians. New Italians. I picture you holding your thumb to your pointer finger just now as you said new Italians. <laughs> and stroking your mustachio. <laughs> yeah, well, because well, it's because it's it was a combination of bad leadership, bad policy, economic crash, uh, and then, of course, outside invasion. That would inevitably lead to the fall of Rome. And and obviously, there was an invasion that took place and Rome was conquered. And that's why most people were like, oh, Rome fell in the day due to the barbs. But that wasn't really what happened. It was a longer standing event than that. Oh. Um, but I guess what I'm just trying to get in terms of heritage and lineage is like, technically, even though I'm Italian, I mean, obviously, my grandparents came over here to America and they were Italian from Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. So that means that my Italian heritage can obviously be more based off of modern Italy, which was taken over by this barbaric horde, which I don't know the the heritage of. Well, when you say barbaric, it makes me think that I might be correct about it. They may have been Scandinavians because they were really trying to invade Europe. I heard the Godfather conquered the Vikings, though. <laughs> is Albania? Where is Albania? <laughs> I have no idea. Albania is originally, it was named Constantinople. Because what I do know from at least one of my one of my family's ancestry is that we do have some like Greek and Albanian in, in us, right? Oh, okay. That so I guess based off of that information, it could be possible that some of the barbarous horde that came, oh, and I'm using quotations with that, that came through and conquered Rome and, and you know, kind of took over Italy over time would inevitably be from that side of area. I'm pretty sure there there is someone out there who can just correct me in the comments or whatever when this gets posted and just say, yeah, no, you guys got raided by whoever. The exactly, Mongolians. like whether it be the Greeks or it be Constantinople, Persians. Yeah, that makes sense because you know what? What you just said, Albanians, and I forgot the other one. It wasn't Greek. Persian, Greek. If that's in your lineage, essentially means you're probably of Sicilian descent. For my heritage in particular, I had to put together a bunch of pieces because my mother was adopted. So I've had to uh, kind of map it out a little bit. My my father is the all Italian one. Oh, okay. 90, cool. Like literally 96 or 7% Italian, then like 2% Greek, 1% Middle Eastern. Wow, that they went deep with that. Yeah. Then my mother, though, when she did hers, she's a whole collage of white people from like UK and Ireland. <laughs> You know, a mosaic of whites. I'm only yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the different shades cool. of white. <laughs> all the, there are, actually are several shades of white. That's a really difficult paint to get at home. Vanilla, sure. Ivory, snowflake. Well, I I'm said sure. the most basic one. Uh, you got egg- like snowflake. You got like you know beige iceberg. <laughs> well, and then of course, where the Sicilians and Italians we get ours from, we got you got the olives. Yeah, that's where the true. olive skins. Mostly the Sicilians. The Olive Gardens. The Olive Gardens? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> Please, no. 
Wait. I think I've only been to Olive Garden a couple times because I'm a proper Italian and I only go when I hate myself, you know. When you want to eat bread that you yeah, don't have. No, I mean, I, I do. I would say that like a standard New York Italian, I enjoy a good mozzarella caprese. You know what I mean? Oh, those are my favorite. Ooh. And like a proper New York Italian, I say mozzarella because I'm still American. I'm not going to say some mozzarella. Mozzarella. Right? I say mozzarella. Rob's like, can I get some mozzarella? <laughs> I, I made it look like I was going to finish the word, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. They do. I do know a lot of people say that. Look at the I don't like that. Is that a thing? It's not a matzo ball. It's mozzarella. Ugh. Please say the whole entire word. Yeah, Never cr- call it mozzarella. That's a cringy one. Yeah, yeah it's right. not applesauce. It's mozzarella. Okay, do you want to ask the that third one? Do you want to ask that one? That'll be the first one. Third one? Yeah. All right. The one. first question is... What is your least favorite thing about humanity? Say it with some some zest. That was like a foreboding narration. Okay. Well, now he's going to have a deep foreboding question. answer. That's a good question because I would probably say that like I have a list. <laughs> Top five. Proverbial scroll of things <laughs> that I could say I have a distaste for. Least favorite. But my least favorite, I would probably have to say is greed. 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 And that speaks a lot to your character from what I do know about you. Greed, that's a yeah, good answer. Greed has de- is definitely going to be the destruction of it's, humanity. It's already in the works. It's already <laughs> accelerated. Yeah. The most we can do is not be that and just keep on sure. keeping on and stay in our own lanes. Well, you try and be the change, right? If uh, and, you, yeah. you, It's almost corny when they when people say it, but there's a truth to it because if everyone were to like be that change that they wanted to be, then, mm-hmm. then the change would occur, right? Well, that's why I spread so much love wherever I can. Well, people are so confused too. They don't know what to believe anymore about anything. I mean, there's so much misinformation. Well, that well that's the... Yeah, people it's don't know how to think for themselves and deduce uh, what more falls into common sense. Yes. Well, it's it's tough. I mean, what do you? I mean, what are you gonna do when? I mean, all this technology is new and it's still evolving, right? It's infinite, right? Right. It keeps going and it will keep going. I mean, I think about the technology that I even was the phone that I have. It's a Z Fold Two, right? Oh, and, you have that? A Z yeah, Fold rotary. It's for Donculus. No, that's not fair. That's Wait, the phone I wanted. That, is that the Smart Flip one? It's the newest Samsung model that it's uh, essentially it's in a phone mode and then it'll flip open into right. a full I tablet. I, I had all Apple products before, but in getting a new laptop that is a Windows laptop, because now I do more programming and stuff like that. And I just find between Linux and Windows, I just have, you know, it's much more freeform. Windows um, is better. And it's not spoon fed to you. And as much as I can respect Apple, it is Fisher Price PC, you know. <laughs> No. Adam and Eve. Microsoft. Oh, yeah, the Apple the, the Apple logo has a bite taken out of it. So it. It was a joke. It symbolizes the forbidden fruit. <laughs> oh, is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah. Well, that's what yeah, I assume. It is. That is what it is. There's symbolism Apple with everything. a bite taken out of it. Wow. Yeah. You know. Okay, so moving on to the second out of the three questions, because this, <laughs> honestly, these aren't even bad questions. I don't know why they're listed as bad interview questions. Ah. Probably bad because they're generic or not specific to someone's personal history or taste. Yeah. Or too you know much. What I mean? Too much they're, personal. They're thought-provoking. Yeah. It's not something somebody would have prepared. It's like, oh, you're coming in for a job? Let's get philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second question. What would your last boss say about you? That is a good question. Let me see here. Knowing him, he would probably say something super politically correct to not make him look like the bad guy while also making me not necessarily look like the hero. 
if it was just his mind speaking on your perception of him. Let's say that I was going to die in a hypothetical situation here. I'm on my deathbed. My ex-employer comes up to me. He's going to say, I know you were right. Oh, that was a nice little analogy for that question. That's way out of the box. (laughs) No, I appreciate that. Anytime that, uh, especially depending on the kind of history that one has with their respective employers or ex-employers in this case, because now I work for myself, right? Right. Um, But when it comes down to like when you used to work for somebody, if you're no longer working for them, it's very rare that it's some kind of mutual like, I love you guys and I'm leaving. Yeah, you know. somebody hates the other party. Yeah, because if everything was perfect and copacetic, then there would normally be no reason for leaving the job. And That's at the very, very least, true. it means that you got a better opportunity, right? Which means that that job wasn't servicing your needs. Or your boss retired and is happily living in Bombay. Ooh, that's a rare one. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, no. Is that shots fired? Probably. I don't know, but none of my ex jobs have ended on good Ex terms jobs like they really are relationships oh, i mean Ex partnerships honestly I, i'm a guy who works super hard until he's no longer wanted pretty much the reasons that led to my last termination because it wasn't me quitting i didn't yeah. want to quit i wanted the job but the reasons that led to that termination there wasn't even a fault of my own it was actually me holding my boss accountable to the agreement that we had ah he didn't like his employee holding him, the employer, accountable. Right. Even, though even going so far as to say, way. you know, I'm your boss. You don't speak to me that way. And I said, I am allowed to speak to the person in the agreement. <laughs> that is so true. And more people should actually do that. But, you know. Well, a- you might want to learn from my lesson and maybe stay quiet and find a job while you keep that job. Instead That's of speak true. your mind and get fired. Right. There's a difference. <laughs> it put me in a different lifestyle. How did you convey these things? Because it's different if you walk up to a boss in cases where I've had a lot of great friendships with several of my bosses, I might approach them in a diplomatic but firm way while still being respectful. Were you like mad at this point to where you kind of got angry? Is that what I'm getting from this? Yes. Well, no. Yes. No. I mean, I don't get well, I'll put this way, but the kind of person that I am, you can just tell when I'm not happy about the situation because I'm normally so you know, gleeful, positive, kind of calm, right? If I'm anything but, you're going to be like, oh man, something's wrong with Mike. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, yeah. So you're twins with the But I, I don't get furious or, ang- or or like super angry. You have to really push me far to ever get me to, to that level, right? Same. But I was saying some choice words that, <laughs> not not there choice words in terms of expletives either. I didn't, I didn't say anything explicit. Either. I pretty much just was speaking in a tone that was saying like, Regardless of uh, your position above me, you're a human being. I have an email that dated this agreement and you have not held up to this agreement. You're either going to hold up to this agreement or I'm just going to do it. Oh, okay. Well, I get that. So he must have really pushed you to that point. Well, yes, it was over a month of promises that weren't kept. And I'm not that kind of individual, right? I get it. He was probably extra pissed that you were an intellectual and could probably articulate yourself better than he could. When he wanted to terminate me, I literally had to tell him it was like a a solid two minutes, 120 solid seconds. What are you trying to say to me, sir? I'm saying that it's not working out. What's not working out? Say the words. Say the words. 
so I can go file my unemployment claim, right? <laughs> I'm not quitting. You're not going to try and talk me into saying, all right, I guess I'll just leave, right? Oh, he's a hustler. So you need a whole jury there to witness. Oh, man, I, I referenced phone call dates and everything <laughs> in my claim. That's the thing. Yeah, you were five steps ahead then. Oh, absolutely. Well, because, you know, like at that point, if you are going to try and call someone out and hold them accountable, you need to be prepared, right? Okay. This is so perfect. I don't mean to cut you off because I'm actually really curious about that story. (laughs) But like the questions and answers that are happening right now tie so well into the subject that we will soon be getting into. Ah! These are three questions. I went to four or five different pages and picked the ones that I like best out of the bad questions. The third one being, what's your biggest weakness? Oh, man, probably. (laughs) I don't know, babe. What do you think is my biggest weakness? Probably my stubbornness. I thought you were calling me babe for a second. No, I'm talking to my wife. Like, my wife is nearby me, but, you know, obviously. Hello. uh, They say hi. You know, but since I have a microphone <laughs> and I'm sitting on a stool, right, like doing this, you know, she's, you know, off to the side. She knows you're probably on a call. <laughs> she knows, like me, the situation, right? And the situation, like But yeah, stubbornness, to actually answer the question again, yeah, stubbornness would probably be my greatest weakness because if I find that I found the answer, yeah. you really have to come at me with some like serious facts and right. like, break down my argument in order for me to like change my side, you know? And that can certainly be a weakness because sometimes that can um, kind of like how a, a bull sees red, right? You're just right. chasing all, almost after one track mine. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah. like if, if it were to get Linear. to that point, my stubbornness will almost be like, dude, you're actually not listening. You're not actively listening. Like you're supposed right. to be right now. You're right? hearing choice where you're hearing what you want to hear. Correct. You're yeah, exactly. The context, exactly. you're getting so, the context misconstrued at times. And that's where it can be a weakness. I see that. Yes. And I would probably say it most happens, obviously, probably with my, my wife and those closest to me, because those are the people who make your, your most important life decisions with. Right. Like if you were to decide to move or you want to have a child, what are we going to do? The pandemic is ruining lives. Whatever the case might be, your most important fundamental decisions are made with that individual. So your stubbornness is most often going to shine there when you feel like you need to stand for what's best for everybody. In the moment, you're being stubborn. And it's only after when the damage hopefully was not too bad, but is often <laughs> done. That you have to realize and and have retribution for it, I guess. Right? Unfortunately, not everybody thinks that way. So it's good that you do recognize that in yourself and that you actually have the capacity to the next day, like you said, kind of come to that reckoning about the decisions and the consequences that might have come forth if it was something that you thoroughly maybe should not have been stubborn about. So sure. I completely get that. So. We're gonna have, go ahead and get started then. So we all took this quiz, and it was from. HowStuffWorks.com. Uh, it's your favorite quiz site. Not quiz site, knowledge site. And it's very simple, and it's for people like me that just want to get to the point. Ah. Okay, uh, I will actually have the link in the description, so if you want to take it, you can too. My answer that I got was social. It says, you're the person that other people look at and say, man, I wish I could do that. You're both confident and socially aware. You do have a need to be loved, which can be shown by your inclusive nature. You genuinely love those around you and will do nearly anything to show it. Remember the kids who invited their entire class to their birthday so no one was left out? You still do that with everyone you work with and their friends. That makes sense. 
That's definitely you. <laughs> I'm curious if my social would have been different than yours. No, nah, they usually have the same ex- explanation. Okay, they do. Okay, They're yeah. Because I, I, I did get social, but uh, that is something I was going to be wondering. So Yeah, I don't think there's different variations. Yes, the name of the quiz is actually everyone has one of these six egos. Which type ah, do you have? Right. Gotcha. So okay, so yeah. I'm the social one of the six. Okay. Okay, so we have that in common. Robert got something <clears throat> different. Pretty Let's much see. the opposite of you guys. I got independent, which I guess is a... Reflection, independent. Uh, reflection Sorry. of my zodiac. Um, what are you, Scorpio? Cancer. Cancer. Nah. Uh, I don't like Scorpios. Ah. Is your wife, your wife Scorpio? Is a Scorpio? No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. But one of my best friends is. That's not a problem with me. <laughs> you can have him as a friend still. <laughs> what are you, a Libra? You yeah. I'm a Libra. Libra. Yeah. yeah, Tana told me that. It's funny yeah. because that sounds like one of the most appealing signs. It's it just, is. It's, it reminds me of a Pegasus. I know it's a constellation. A Pegasus? It actually it is uh, like the most ma- sought after sign to be born. Yeah, of. it reminds me of a majestic horse. Just that word. Robert, you haven't yet read oh. what independent is. The explanation for the independent mm-hmm. ego. An independent ego is one which likely has more confidence than any other five ego types combined. Not cancery at all. Mm. That is not what I expected. But keep going. You trust yourself and your abilities, and for a good reason, you prove yourself every day. That's not true. <laughs> well, when you do put your mind to things, you do. Well, yeah, but right. it's not every day. While you can probably work on toning down your confidence, it could be difficult because of how many people depend on you for knowledge and comfort. I think this is so important because when you read the words a little bit deeper, it really is all ego based. You're making me sound like I'm a messiah. A messiah. <laughs> well, well, you're not a Leo, so that clearly can't be true. I'm not uh, claiming anything, guys. You like the ego the reference? Most humble of the bunch, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're the deadpan squad. Yeah. No, <laughs> now I'm, we have Mike. Well, I'm very deadpan and dry. And, and, so is Zach. We, Yay! We discussed earlier. Well, I think Libras in general end up being kind of dry people because we always end up trying to take in anything, everything anyway, right? Right. So, like, we're always trying to see both sides, so we're never going to jump at one. We're always kind of seeming reserved, calm kind of vibe until we decide our judgment, in which case we then will be the judge, right? Right. I see you slamming down that. What are they called? Judge Dread. A those? gavel. A gavel. I saw yeah. you with a, a long black cloak holding a gavel in my head just now. I saw you. Yeah, I saw you with the Punisher symbol, too, for some reason. Interesting. Damn. That's random. That was my imagery. Uh, it's it's hilarious because it's totally the opposite. Because like I'm a I'm a earth dragon in my other astrology. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I've... it's like a baby gavel. It's like a just giant <laughs> gavel that I don't bring out unless I really have to. I get it. I get it. So it's not a gavel. It's more like a a sword. Yeah. I, I mean, I always found the uh, Eastern philosophy concept interesting in how there they do not just it's more years, but not only is it years instead of months, but then they have five differing elements for each one of the 12, right? Only I'm once every rooster. 60 years is there an <laughs> earth dragon. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm a freaking rooster, guys. Well, I, am I a rat? For some reason, I, I thought you told you me I was a rat. <laughs> what year are you? I don't like that. He was born in 93. I'm, I'm 91. What are we even talking about rooster. here, guys? Well, he went, I know that he these are animals. It's Chinese astrology instead oh, of Western astrology. Because yeah. he was talking about his other the symbol, dragon. which is the yeah. dragon. Yeah, Yeah, because that because well, you're talking about the gavel and stuff like that. And I'm like, because we, we end up being the kind of reserved and we don't bring out the fire unless it's like you really mm. kind of are fucking up my forest. We yeah. don't get angry, but when you do, the hell is coming. 
right? Yeah. So just, right. you know, we keep it cool, though. Okay, so that's really interesting because you're actually the first person that I've known to take these two particular... And make it a compound zodiac. You spliced it. You made it a you compound zodiac. zodiac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only I, found I out about it. I don't see that very often. I've, I've never heard that. That's very no, creative. Yeah. Did you come up with that yourself or did you see that somewhere as a thing? Because I've never heard of that. No, I saw it as a thing. I So I knew my Chinese astrology sign. I knew my Western astrology sign. And then I was like, it's going to sound super nerdy. I was looking up art to put on a custom dice case for my RPG dice. Well, <laughs> hey, people collect and, dice. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, well, since this is going to be for my case, for my main collection of artisan dice... Why don't I get something that might just reflect myself in a way? So I looked up Libra Dragon, Libra Dragon, the peacemaker of the Chinese Western Zodiac. And I'm like, what the hell did I just stumble upon? You know? Oh, okay. So it wasn't actually a thing. You splicing the two types of Zodiacs together is not an actual no, thing. No, he but discovered it, a thing. That's so cool. Yeah, I, no, that, no, that is a thing. I mean, like, it really yeah. is. It's uh, never on, on the horoscope.co or, or whatever it is. So, like, Cafe if, astrology. What did you say your Chinese one was? I'm a freaking rooster. A rooster and a rat. Yo, awesome. He's a rat. We have the worst one. Yo, you, I, you know what's amazing is how differently the West and the East view those animals because yeah, they nice. are like revered. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The outgoing charmer of the Chinese Western Zodiac. Who is? The Leo rooster. They, they even say the convivial Leo rooster personality. Convivial. Ooh, convivial. I love that That's word. The second, only the second time I've ever heard that word. Used. Usually Leo roosters are funny and intelligent people who make good friends. They have many people around them and they are nice. Others like spending <laughs> time with these people because of the topics they open up. As far as their careers go, Leo roosters take things very seriously. Uh, wow. While they seem like they don't stress about it, they are in fact paying <laughs> attention to every little detail of their professional evolution. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Because I remember watching you go through the setup for Indie Pods United and the, and the challenges of oh, doing a whole festival for a lot of people. You know what I'm I mean? I'm almost embarrassed that I was so honest to everybody I spoke to about how much stress I was going through about it. No, no, please. Uh, I remember the other day I was like, hey, I'm just taking a mental health day. And you were like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, you know, reading some comics and shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes when someone opens up, they feel uh, vulnerable. And then right. even if the words that come after are positive, they're almost automatically taken in a negative light. Yeah, or you assume so. If anything, everyone was more proud than concerned, you know? I do believe that. But looking back professionally, I didn't know how it was going to go. And so sure. where it is now, I'm like, crap, so many people just know who I am. They like have seen it and witnessed it in emails that are yeah. were sporadically written with stupid emojis. And I didn't <laughs> You know, with not no signature, just yeah, sure, no problem, bro. Smiley face, you take care now. And I'm super stressed out. Oh my gosh, save me! Like, can you do this, please? Yeah, she's like smudging her mascara behind the computer. I like, held it together well. I'm just kidding. No, no, I, like, no of course, but, an exaggeration for you know. But yeah, yeah. that's the thing I find so interesting though is that like as like even I was saying earlier, regardless of whether or not you're saying how stressed you might be or whatever the case may be, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people shouldn't take them in a way that's meaning like weakness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's opposite. Right. Being vulnerable is a good thing, which yeah. is also, it also really ties into what we're going to eventually get to, which is the ego stuff. Mm, so my well, name of a TED talk. Like therapy. Vulnerability. 
like if you want to talk about stuff, it's to get it out, it's to air it out, right? Right, it's and not, that's important. It's not to necessarily like show weakness because none of us want to show that weakness. If everyone, I guess, didn't automatically assume that someone talking to you was them trying to be weak in front of you, it's just because of this constant perception of of what it is to be strong. When really, I find more strength in talking through my problems. I then work them out for myself. And as I'm talking about them and I'm working them out, I become a stronger person. Wait, talk them out to yourself or uh, venting to other people? Uh, both. Or both. both. You yeah. know, for, for someone like me, it's definitely both because I don't really sleep a lot, right? So <laughs> if you don't sleep a lot, you're talking to yourself a lot. But when you're outside talking to others, of course, you're venting to those who are close to you, family, friends, whatever the case. I don't see a problem with venting to anybody. If they're your close friend, they should no. be accepting of it. Yeah, like after high school, I realized the value in venting and letting people. But not being mean about it. Do like that you have to, to do you. it properly. Yeah, and not, and not just waiting to talk, waiting to craft a masterful response to what they're saying, but just letting them talk. Yeah, and I think they're, they're, they're not it. Yeah, and listening, actively listening, like you said. And I think that venting can sometimes be misconstrued as complaining. Right. Right. Or nagging. Or nagging. Right. And look, maybe sometimes that can be the case. Right. I know that sometimes. Yeah, I get it. But I would definitely say that it's often a perception more than a reality that if someone is talking themselves through something that sometimes people are like, man, these people are always so dramatic. Are right? this, is this person crazy? Like, that, look at this right now. That's how they get rid of those negative energies. That's just how their personality portrays sure. it. Right. Well, it's they might of- might not even realize that they're doing it, expressing themselves for the purpose of letting go of something right. and working well, through it. They're just honest and open but, about it, so they don't care. But either way, it's like subconsciously or consciously, that's what they're doing. I, well, I think that yeah, you can always tell the difference between someone who's just working through their ish. Versus someone who's just thirsty, as we've covered. Yeah, thirsty like the original thirsty, or the, the ori- well, like the modern thirsty that was recently added to the dictionary, seeking, right? Attention seeking right. thirsty, okay. attention seeking thirsty. I mean, when I think about it, I got some chocolate almond milk in the fridge, and that sounds is it calling your name? Delicious, yeah, it certainly is. You can you're you're welcome to have your chocolate almond milk. Uh, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, I'll grab it. And it I'll grab it when you're the time gonna get is it anyway. Right. I'll, I'll I'll grab it when when we're mid conversation and I and I'm like man I want to listen to what they're really saying right now and let you guys rant and I'm gonna go make myself a little glass but I'm I'm gonna let it be spontaneous you're not gonna know it oh you gave yourself away though just sneak yeah, off like did. the podcast Grinch yo I'm certainly the Jim Carrey Grinch fan of mm, my yes. life I watch that movie every year all the time I love that it movie it is a good movie He's it's the, the best Christmas the movie perfect person to depict the Grinch oh man he's like my spirit animal in some ways (laughs) yeah I always say life is a bit of a contradiction right you can't enjoy life without death you can't enjoy the seasons without watching them go away sometimes you sound a little pessimistic when you're like death surrounds us (laughs) (laughs) it's like you know you got it's about a cycle type vibe that's clear I mean we just uh finished most of da vinci's demons i don't know if you've ever seen that but it's so good no, it's, it's, it's dropping so much knowledge that it. they're painting as fiction but mm. it's it's clearly not they're not painting it as fiction though da vinci well, they're really not, did do all those things the average person watching but yeah they're watching it, it like games of thronesy yeah like, they're watching it in that way objectively but da vinci was so amazing i've always been fascinated by him that show is golden I can't believe more people don't talk about this show. 
It's well, probably the best show I've ever seen. It, it stopped in 2015. It only ran for two years. Three Maybe, seasons. Do you know about Demons? We should, uh, I guess we'll put it on the list. It's on uh, Amazon, I believe. Yeah. Amazon Prime Stars. It originally came from Prime? Stars. And Stars. And Stars. We, ha- we, ha- we have Prime. I oh, think there you probably. go. Yeah. It'll, yeah. It'll, it'll be there. <laughs> yes, you it's know, the best. Uh, you know what's amazing? I actually literally talk about how much I hate Amazon and that they're the enemy and stuff like that. Oh, but we did talk about this. I actually, but I, so, which is why I have to disclaim so that I actually don't have Prime. We use my mother in law's. Oh, that's because funny. I, I use my mother in law's. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I know. But yeah, she, get, she gifted that to me. I was like, is this legal? Is this real? <laughs> I, was, I had no idea you could do that. So, moving on a little bit here. Are we still on I, this? Yeah, no, this okay. is no. We, we will come back to that, and it's probably going to happen no, throughout still... the entire time that we ever podcast together. And I actually like that, but but I do want to bring Shooting it back the shit and delving into egos. Sh- let's just name rename the podcast the Psyche Shoot the shit Podcast. Mm. <laughs> I mean, look, there's no bad idea in brainstorming. That's all I'm saying. So, like, you know, shoot it out there. Shoot the shit. shoot your shot. Yeah. Do you know I accidentally named the, the podcast originally the Psychedelic Comrades? Oh my gosh. Cringes. Comrades? I called us the Comrades. Comrades. And I didn't I didn't even have a say because I didn't I wasn't even gonna with, be a part what's of wrong it. With comrades? Well, a lot of people were saying that it could be taken in a Well, first of all, it's corny. If if it's hey, taken if it's taken I liked the that way name. that it was intended to, it can be looked at as kind of corny. I meant it as a good way of like friends. And then later we realized, oh, comrades. Like, well, that's what comrades are. Yes. I, I, I know. But other but, people don't think but it doesn't Yo, matter. don't let McCarthyism ruin words for you. Clearly, that's not why we changed it, know, but I'm saying it like, is why I changed it. Uh, Our panelists at the time well, were we thought they, it was better it. without. Wait, let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they brought it to my attention that oh this could be taken not the way you intended tina but i'm sure. like why did nobody we didn't even say, think say of anything it. you should have <laughs> seen our old logo like i made this it old was logo so dumb and paint or something and it's like <laughs> the colors of the rainbow it's and it's just so like, colorful and actually, abrasive both of them we had two before this and they're just Someone, I, don't know, I don't know why we do i give you credit for making your logo and paint honestly i gotta get better at editing stuff for myself in some ways I almost try and find a way to like promote other people's business because I know that there are people who do art and stuff like that. So like in almost in a way of supporting everybody, I'm like, hey, you do flyers and art. Can you help me do this? I'll compensate you. Right. But really, see, I don't know if this is selfish or, or not, but if I were to just learn to do it myself, I'd save myself the money. Well, right? it's, it's up to you to choose to do that or not. So is there can't. one that, that you guys would find is more or less ethical? You're right. I didn't even think of it in terms of ethics. That is so true. But it's also up to the person that's even thinking about this. Like, do I need this? I could so do this myself. Do I have the time? But Will it's I about be lazy? keeping the circle of good character in the community. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, self I, being I, selfless, you know? Yeah, and I, I just think that if huh? anyone, I mean, I think anyone can come to the determination if they want something bad enough. Oh, That's I'll true. learn how to do this. Oh, I'll learn how to do this. Most, Some people might not do that. Kind of like what you're saying, Tina Marie, which is like they might do, Can do I have time? I already have this to do. Do I have enough time to learn a new skill? You know what I mean? They might right. almost approach it with a little more hesitancy. But I feel like regardless, they both come now saying you could either look at it as now an incentive of whether or not you're going to be saving money or whether or not you would look at it as the ethical value of promoting 
the communal businesses that we all want to support. When I'm going to still need to buy something, what, now I'm going to go only to a major corporation? No, you want to promote the humans around you because those are the people who actually need to work and survive. I mean, mean, nobody goes around posting up, guys, go to Amazon.com on their social media. Yeah, like No one should do that and no one does that, thankfully. I haven't seen it. No, you know what sucks though are the affiliate links because a lot of people get paid through them now. Oh, yeah, we did have that with Audible, but we cut that out. We thought we were sponsored by Audible because they made it seem that way. And then well, one of my panelists we, did. We came to figure out that like everybody was like they just came out with podcasts on Amazon. But, oh, gotcha. <laughs> but no, but you could make money from it. You you could potentially we could have potentially done yeah, that. Everybody. Right. It's like an affiliate program. You get right. people. That's the thing. It's a challenge, though, that because a lot of that doesn't go into the hands of the people. Oh, of course not. Right, it goes into the that. hands of the shareholders. Mm-hmm. Well, even Patreon does the same thing, essentially. It's like not buying a rap album. It's like burning it instead. So yeah, it's no, like I a, missed, it's like a missed opportunity to to allocate your money, funnel it in the proper direction. That's not everybody's primary goal, and that's just how it is. But we could always dream, right? Well, oh, yeah. I'm not a perfect consumer, so... I don't consume... Uh, no, I, I don't think know any what of Mike is are. saying is the right way to go about it but do people call you mikey i feel like you are more of a mikey actually i've had a bunch of different names throughout my time i mean like technically the longest name i ever had in my life was mike pash mike pash yeah the first syllable in my first and last oh i see (laughs) well yeah you have to know how to pronounce proper italian names to know that p-a-s-c is pash yeah it would be like pashiola would be like you know what I mean? I forget if it was my mother or someone was like, no, it's with a pasciola. Or then I hear, no, it's pasciola. Pasciola. But, but most of it all came from elementary school Pasciola. where most people just couldn't pronounce it anyway and they just didn't have the patience to it. So they just started calling me Mike Pash for short. Okay. Or they um, couldn't pronounce it. I like Mikey better. I think Mikey's cooler. Mikey's fine. You can call me Mikey. No, you don't like it. You said fine. When I hear the word pash, like I immediately think of a baked potato for some reason. Really? So my friends would make words up using my last name. Because, <laughs> like, so for example, I, so dude, I that's how my friends were. I would sleep over a friend's house a lot. They would call it a pashover. A <laughs> pashover! Right? Because I'm generally nonviolent, I would be called pacifist. I said, right? so I said like, your own punchline you know, yeah. for you. I'm, I'm a believer in pacifism, right? So it's like <laughs> pash on it. You know, I'm a pash on that. It just sounds like a baked potato stamp, (laughs) like a skateboard uh, sticker. Dude, that should be a sticker on a skateboard pash. I remember there were times being whenever someone would want to say, like, get something done my way, like in terms of like Mike Pash's style, they'd say pash that. (laughs) Okay. Those are the endearing moments. So you you had clout. No, I wish I had clout. I mean, like, it took me (laughs) years to build up any semblance of what sounds like I was cool. Yeah. Trust me, I was far from it. Like that too. Dude, my clout is a diminished. Is just kidding. I I own like a a sliver of Tina's clout. Stop. That's my clout. (laughs) Come on, have some ego. I have to ask her. Topic that we're gonna start talking about soon. (laughs) She gives me a pity, a pity sliver of clout. I don't do. That. <laughs> I'd rather not give you any at all. Just by association. <laughs> like, or else it would be. Clout by association? It would be null.